Unfiltered by Jade. Jade. Welcome to the Unfiltered by Jade, where we get out of the box and dive into topics that are sidelined. I look forward to entertain, educate, and inspire. Feel free to like, share, subscribe, donate, and make everybody know about it. Beats by RB Records, a proud sponsor of the Unfiltered by Jade. Shopping assistance Jamaica takes the stress away. Our services include online and local shopping in Jamaica for individuals and businesses, personal shopping, purchasing of company and office supplies, importing and exporting small packages across Jamaica and worldwide, helping you to find unique gifts and items for all events and occasions. Contact us at 876-919-5195. Shopping Assistance 2015 at gmail.com. Follow Shopping Assistance on Instagram at Shopping Assist JA, at Twitter at Shopping Assist 5, and Facebook at The Shopping Assistance. Shopping Assistance, your style, your budget. back to the unfiltered by jade today we have with us two i don't even know how to i don't know what to say about them but they are two persons who are close to me and i'm not gonna give the introductions because i've realized that their introductions are lengths and we don't have the time for that here so i'm not going to give the lens i'm gonna let them talk about themselves and give us a little snippet of who they are and then i guess we're going to the discussion so hello anisha hi good rose hi everyone i am anisha rose i am a business banking officer i'm the youth president and a member of the executive board for the emmanuel apostolic churches Fort Moore youth committee I am in also Jamaica. a board of director. Mm-hmm. Repeat. I just added that you're in Jamaica. Yes, I'm in Jamaica. <laughs> I'm a board, board of director for the DG Foundation. Um, I am also a co-founder of the Kingdom Come Outreach Program here in Jamaica as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, hi everyone. My name is Godrose Adegold. I am the sister. And um so I just did a degree, isn't me <laughs> in law. I'm a still a study the crosses law. So <laughs> the minute I minute have the time for the nothing else. So isn't me? That is that is me. That's all I do. Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, she's also a leader. She is a singer. There's a lot more to her, but she doesn't want to talk about it, so no problem. We will move on. <laughs> so let's get into the meat of the matter. Today we are speaking about truths, about PKs and other leaders. For those persons who don't know, PK is pastors' kids. Um, and this is really for you know, kids who their their fathers or their moms are in leaders leadership positions in the church. So the first question is, what is it 
or how is it or how do you feel being a PK's or a leader's child? You can go first, Anisha. Alright, so for me, <laughs> it was never something that I really liked. Um, I'm getting used to it now because I'm older, but as a child, I didn't like it any at all. I hated it. I hated it because people always expect you to do the right thing. People always criticize you. I was from the inner city, so just imagine. You can't look like everybody else. Mm-hmm. You can't act like everybody else. You can't play with everybody else. Everybody in farm pine. Oh, yes. Everything you do. <laughs> Them call your parents, and I know something the daughter that, and I know something the daughter that. Now your father this, now your father that. We are doing yourself, we are going to yourself. Go whoop! And I'm like, oh my god, seriously, I, I, I hated it, I hated it, I hated it. My god, <laughs> with a passion. Um, for me. I'm it it wasn't it's not all bad for me, but disclaimer, I don't really care about what people say. So I, I go live my life and you say what you want, say, but that they really have nothing to do with me. So I would say that it's a lot of pressure, as Anisha said before, to act and look to look a certain way. You know, everybody wants you on your best behavior at all times and there's no room to mess up and there's no grace, nothing like that. Um, so that's that's a lot of pressure there and also you don't really get the attention of your parents as how you'd want to oh, because them always I do something for the church or for one of the church members them and if them call at 12 midnight they might answer the phone and yep. he's like why are you answering yep. the phone right now why are these people calling you right now so that that's very annoying that's very annoying um yeah you don't get the time you would want with them and it's not like you want a whole lot of time either but you just don't really have them around. They're there physically sometimes, but not them not there um mentally. Right, right. Yeah, right. so that's actually that's really hard. Um also it is kind of uh, is this the right word? It's almost like a force to mm-hmm. go to church. Yes. You don't have much of a choice. You yes. have to be there, and you have to be there every single Sunday. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's like can I get up and say, "Oh my gosh, you know, I want to go to church." It's like, okay, I have to go to church and put on my clothes. Other people, um, Christians, I guess they would experience that. But it's it's, it's yeah. not a choice really for us. You just have to do it. Exactly. So that that I'm not think that right. <laughs> I don't think yeah, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, um. I don't know, but on the pros list now, all of the extra food. Well, I miss, miss, sorry. do not, miss, do not go before. Sorry, miss, sorry. Miss. Do not skip me. <laughs> Thank you very much, lawyer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are the misconceptions and the expectations? I know Anisha and God was listed out some, but tell me more. Apart from, um, you can't you can't do anything wrong you have to always be doing the right things or um you have to go to church or you have to be involved tell me other things that are misconceptions and expectations of pastors or leaders kids one of the thing is that they think that the pastors apparently are clothed in money (laughs) and as such they always choose to come beg your parents Mm -hmm. um i don't think they they realize that the more they beg your parents is the less you get. Oh, yes. 
when wow. they beg your parents the money and because your parents are in that crucial leadership position they're not gonna say no they might always say all right come mm-hmm. i remember one time a man came from jonestown with him body full of bullet hole to my father and i'm like why would you leave jonestown to come where you know my father from i don't know you where you come from and i show him in belly shut up and i'm like seriously somebody sent him to the pastor somebody sent somebody else to the pastor somebody sent somebody else to the pastor somebody and i'm like you know monday morning when you when him get out all of the money when we get to monday morning right so that kind of thing is like they don't think that you know the the pastors or the leaders should say no yeah. they must always be ready and open to them and they're not supposed to have a problem mm-hmm. or they're not supposed to feel tired as god was said them call it uh, god forsaken hours at the night right you don't have time with them so they they think that your life is easy mm-hmm. and they really don't know especially when you're, you're faced with warfare and stuff like that a lot of times these things are backlash on you in the in the household mm-hmm. and you have yes. to be very careful because sometimes what they open themselves up to it may come back to you not that you're weak or whatever but even in being mediators in some stuff you have to be careful you have to know what it is that you're doing so a lot of misconception is there that our parents have it all made everything yes. and because you're in christ or everything all right and god i gotta just open the doors for you but a lot of times we go through so much more than a normal average person that uh-huh. just goes to church and and sometimes the truth is you, you may not necessarily be interested in stuff and the misconception is that everybody love you because you're the pastor or the leaders mm-hmm. no you mm. get picked on more <laughs> yes them trouble yes. you more they hate you the more and then you depending if you're a person like me you know you know say so right there's a lot of things that people think about us as as pastors or leaders children and them always have something negative always to say. and see them people could do the same thing you know i even was you know but members say they might go blow it out a proportion and tell one bag of ton load of life on you and them nothing set up come back to them and sometimes I just love watching it in <laughs> say after the picnic come up and you know and them not wash them more from me but anyway <laughs> no me have no feelings I know I'm good <laughs> <laughs> what are these right as Anisha said um sometimes when your parents know decide to do things for other people it really and truly opens the door i remember once my mother did a deliverance session um for this man brother amigo i may asleep you know brother and would you believe say this said demon she calls out of the man you know come out trouble trouble me me asleep brother the man i come i'll pick off I come chop my clothes. I miss I was so upset. I could not believe it. Me I said, look at this now. Me and this demon I have none, you know. We go home for sleep. <laughs> and he might trouble me. Me did me say my vex, my vex, my vex. Oh my god. Me couldn't believe it. So so what what is it that the things that our parents do affect us yes. and people don't think that it, it actually does. Yeah. So even in the sense of 
always giving money or taking care of other people. And then when it's time not to take care of your kids, you don't, you, you, you can't take care of them the way yeah. you're supposed to because you have already given it out to people who are coming to you as pastor. And because I've always heard, and I still hear it to this day where people say, oh, pastors are supposed to take care of everybody. Yes. Yeah, but what happened to the family? What exactly. happened to their family? They have families too. And these people don't appreciate so, it. That people do not me. appreciate it. Yes, they don't. And even in the sense where God was just talking about deliverance being happening happening, and um, the demons or whatever coming back, people don't know that these things happen. They just see it as, oh, well, um, come and deliver me or come and help me or come and give me money. Mm-hmm. They don't really care what's happening to the kids or the family. They don't really care if the family mash up or something happened to them you know, as long as they're being taken care of. They don't care. And if, if, if say for instance, one Sunday no, um, something is said, I know we're asking for prayer for the family oh my goodness the first family the people them barely are pray and it's like you don't even know how these pastors are warfaring for you and how they rope us into warfaring for you and you don't even want to open exactly. your mouth exactly exactly see him so something that needs to be looked <laughs> at though oh, man. how does the how does the, the family deal with the allegations made Towards well, and then me never answer the second question, girl. I may not understand. Oh, sorry, miss. Sorry, I don't understand. That, miss. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. So, no, um, <laughs> <laughs> people always believe that because you are the, the, the child of a pastor, you are one day also going to take over from your parents and be a pastor. There's no other occupation you can go into but being a pastor. Somebody said it to me the other day. I should hurry up and, and, and take over from my parents. I said, why you don't go into this pastor life if them can't take the suffering? Some say, oh, some me oh. for going out. <laughs> me for going out suffering. You can't take it, but you want me for going out him laugh. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, they have that expectation. Yes, they do. They, they also believe that when you do something they don't like, they need to go to your parents. And once the parents talk to you, then easy me, you can do what them I said, them not agree with. I remember once I started wearing anklets, right? Cause you know me, I girl and thing. Oh, preach. <laughs> so this, I remember one of the church members was like, hmm? your father soon tell you to stop wearing that. So no, me laugh it off, you know, because whatever that it come to me, you know, Oh, some of the church members uncomfortable with you wearing it and whatever. So let me say, oh, what could I cause this? Um, so the next Sunday, I didn't wear it. But then I'm looking at myself, I'm say, you know, I make them people here program you because it's not like my father say, no. him have a problem with the church people. So I'm going to wear it after that because what you going to do to me? You're not going to do nothing. That's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> no, I, I get that. I get that because I think I had that similar situation where persons have gone already to, to, to that about it. Um, to complain about it, yeah. so and they did. So the next Sunday, I wore two. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even. <laughs> it's not bothering you. You shouldn't have a problem with it. And for me, I think you're nitpicking on things because, as a as a as a as a as a pastor's daughter, you just feel like I shouldn't be doing this because I'm a pastor's daughter. 
your child is also exactly. worried the same thing. What is the your problem? Your child is doing worse. Mm. Leave me alone. What is the problem? And I think people nitpick on, on pastors with our leaders' kids. Force them to do things. And um, if they don't want to do it, they're being rebellious. That's the first word that oh, is yes. always used. Exactly. It's not that you can say no, you know, because you never had that choice. Mm -hmm. No. You're exactly. being rebellious. Oh, that's gosh. the first word that's always used. <laughs> but... I won't tell you what I did. Uh, uh, there's another thing is that they they think you're always available to participate or lead in church activities. So my favorite word, when we realize we're going, you know, my favorite word is just no. Can you do it? No. no, I can't. Please, no, I can't. I can't do it. Mm -hmm. If I the simplest thing, can you sing something? No, I can't. I'm so sorry. I'm not going to do it. Because them take it out of hand. You do it once, you're forever available to them to do it. Wow. For real. Every minute. Every. Do this. Do that. Do this. <laughs> no, I do it. Yeah, like for you, in terms of God rules, you had already addressed the fact that if they come and they say something, you decide that after looking into yourself, <laughs> doing introspection, <laughs> you decided that, no, this is not a problem. You're going to wear yes. it. But like other things that were made towards you, if other things were said about you and it went back to your family, how is it that they dealt with you? I, As I, as I said before, men are too care what them think. So I can't really remember times where things were said. I'm going to really do nothing. I think, I think I'm a good child, you know, and I don't really do yeah, much. Whatever. So Whatever. <laughs> So, I mean, what you really have but to say about me, what am I do? I don't do nothing, but I can't remember them saying anything else. So this one is like the only example I can think of is the one that I gave to you and that he came to me to talk to me about it. But um, other from that, I don't remember anything else. And if there was something so else, the I don't really one that care. Holding meetings about. <laughs> no, I mean, you, yeah, you, you, Jade, you, 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 you done too much, you know. All right, all right, all right. You're my friend. <laughs> Let's move no, on. No, you're not on my nose, so. <laughs> all right, so, um, Jade, you know that there is a lot that can be said in this section, right? <laughs> <laughs> my name is very famous for many, many things. Many, many, many things. Most of them not true, right? But because apparently that's why I try not to do stuff because... When I did it, apparently blew up out of proportion and all of these things. I remember one year going to a youth camp and we were there with me and my friends and we were there. And we went down to the field in the dark and everything like that. And we were chill, two females, two males, nothing. We just a chill car. We, we were tomboys and stuff like that. So we took it. So after the youth service and everything, <laughs> we went down to the field in the dark and all of these things. Hmm. So, no. Man, you were, were chilling down there. Somebody walk, come down and I see where and go back. After the youth camp, I was, you know, I was told by my father that they said that we were, you know, having intercourse on the field. I'm like, what the hell? But say, say something else. Say something else. How we were doing other stuff, but say something else. We were not doing anything physical down there. So say something else then. And we couldn't say yes. But we were not doing anything like that down there. I remember one time I was at home and I was in my bed getting ready to go to sleep. And my father come home to me and said, well, I'm not on the phone with us. And I said, I'm not on the phone with anybody. He said, yes, you are. I said, no, I'm not on the phone with anybody. One of the churches that said, <laughs> me, I talked to Fiend son. Oh, boy. Fiend son, on the phone at night time. So I said, me, I talked to him on the phone at night time. 
me I'm just in my bed I'm mother said no she never depend on her phone I said yes I said no can we really like each other when we all go picnic mm-hmm. right so apparently them parents still must have think that something go on between me and all of these things I don't know why and one piece of halabaloo, halabaloo, bowl of something. They find out it's not me, it was the girl, it's a different girl, I'm call her for the phone, you know. <laughs> and I said, look, all the people, them call up my name in a lie. You The way they make it seem like some is a little struggle from the roadside, and them don't want them son to talk to the struggle, you know. And look for me, you know. <laughs> I find it so funny. You understand? This little... Look at uh, me now. <laughs> Go ahead. Miss... I, I was so upset because a lot of times people say some stuff and and tell some lies, like me, me get some serious lies. People, even right. the pastor done me already. Hmm. The pastor done me, so you're like the foolish virgin. Whoa. <laughs> Cash attack. Whoa. I'm really tired. I'm walking with their church and she talk over the mic. You're like one of the foolish virgins. Um, what? Sister Rose, I'm done me today. I'm going to walk over back and answer. <laughs> and then like, Somebody come to send, look for me in the church and said, go straight. Then one next time she come down to me, in the church, every time I just start going back to church. And I look good and everything. <laughs> she said, you should go straight. She come out of the pulpit and come down there for done me. She said, oh, I look so. And I walk out of the church, but because the heels are too tall, I <laughs> could walk out with that kind of pump. Then when I walk to them, call them back. But it's not because I didn't want to go back in there. It's because the heels are really too tall and I just didn't buy the shoes. And I didn't walk down with my grandmother. But my grandmother. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, because I said, like, sometimes there's a lot of things that me and my friend them could even play in the churchyard. She used to live down there. And by the time we reach out to the churchyard, she get a fall from her father, go inside. Are you here people over the yard? We couldn't have no friend like that. Because people just wicked and evil and just love in farm. Find you. Me, me get some name whore this, that, 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 all of these things people say because apparently you can't talk to no male. So like when everybody else couldn't carry their meal for the church, me couldn't carry my meal for the church because they might get done and me I get tell carry them, you know. Carry them. Carry them. So, so, so your parents are said on? My father was the one that always run the people. Even after the people, them tell him stuff. He run the people and me get shit. Okay. And I said, all of these things because people are, I don't know. That's why I always say persons that you see you have to know your children and know your children. So yeah. your children can be this and that. But discipline them behind our people, but not in front of people. Because the, these people that report me and inform for me, them don't do them children nothing like that mm-hmm. and i'm telling them for them children the worst than me you understand and i do things worse than i was doing but the thing is that them not gonna deal with them children certain ways so you have to know and this is the, the pressure that they put on the parents to discipline you mm-hmm. in a particular way because if you not discipline your children in a particular way they must say no for leave your house so you can't lead them and that means that they must be disobedient and drunk of full and all of these things oh which shouldn't be the case it shouldn't be the case but that's how it go you, you go through these things as a, as a pastor as a kid and that's why them always tell say pastor pick me bad yeah but no it's not that exactly. that's a lie you know why because we have to fight for the attention of our parents when they're in leadership because yes. they might take care of yes. your bad breed picnic yes we almost turn this that 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 in a jamaica and yes. over the world and i might take care of your picnic that i knew that they want some take care and of too but because they're busy with everybody else's child trying to stir them in the right yes. direction. You don't get that attention. Yes. And you're just yes. there seeking for attention. But are you them point finger on why? Are you not worse off than anybody exactly. else? You're not doing 
different than anybody else and everything. But it's you them pick on. I, I, I don't know. I think they need to stop it and they need to just make people live them life as is because the truth is sometimes some things when they make up and so if they really think about it, it can scar somebody and yes. cause somebody to stay away from God oh, yes. if you don't know and, God for yourself. And, and miss, that is my next question. <laughs> I want to know if the way how church people have treated you as pastors, kids or, 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 or kids of, of leaders in the church, has that um, altered how you think or, or your belief? Does it alter how you think about God or your belief in God or wanting to go to church? Because I can tell you, um, if it was left just to church people, I don't go back to church. <laughs> but I know that I'm going to church to serve God, not for people. Um, so, and this, this can make people don't want to be a part of the church anymore because church people can be so terrible. Oh, yes. Well, back in the days, yeah, cause I didn't start with church because if men not live the life, men not think that I'm supposed to have a hypocrite, men not know about nobody else. But media party and all these things. So whenever they go to church, I go sing for the choir like some people. Mm-hmm. Cause you know some people say you church 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 me. And all of these. No. <laughs> <laughs> the they see people them where where pirate finger pan you them see when they pan the choir do the wrong thing too. Mm-hmm. So me just mm-hmm. make everybody know say, um, obviously me not living the life I'm supposed to live. And I leaving. Plus a lot of times as I say things were said about me and people did things and, and really married my character, really. It wasn't like, say, Misa look was triggered, but that's how I felt sometimes. And Misa girl would go to school, me I do my work, me I pass my subject, the man, so yes. their children not doing anything like that. They're not academically inclined and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's me, you see, and I, I, it hurt. It did hurt. And then how they treated my family too, because they use you. And when they can't use it no more, them just dash you to the side and all of these things. And my father is a giving, giving person, give to the last. And I, I saw how they treated him and everything like that. And he couldn't see it. He didn't understand what we were seeing. And and that caused a drift in 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 the family because right. the truth is you're seeing something you're giving to people that don't care about you mm-hmm. and the person that you're supposed to be focusing on you're not yeah. focusing on yeah. so those things hurt me to the court I, I got so upset and angry that as if i stopped praying i didn't pray it again because i just said i don't want to have no love in my heart i don't want to have anything because as a christian he always took the the, the softer side to any conflict anything at all and people always use that no one said because in the rough and warm, like what some other men would and want, them can't take step of us, mm. you understand, and, and want to be with us any any all. So I had to start to rebel, I had to defend myself. That means I have to get cross, that means I have to find some friend where when a normal because I have to defend myself if anything come because I just couldn't understand why I must always accept the wrong when I did nothing wrong and people always doing stuff so it, it married my belief to a point where I just didn't go to church anymore I didn't want to hear anything about God really I knew that God was there because I knew that God existed yeah. you understand going to church from all along and everything and knowing that God spared your life but um it was I, I, I was so far gone so till I almost lost my life that's when I really you say you know what maybe this far thing where anything said probably you make you make up your mind you say 
you go turn this and that, you go turn that and all these things and be this baddest thing that that that's some of your plans, some of your send my family and country and all of these things. So if anything, nobody can find a family and all of these things and all of these things. So I didn't expect to have life to be here even today. Oh, you understand right. based on how far gone I was based on everything that I would have gone through. But I just knew that if it had not been that situation where I almost died, then I would not be here today. I would not be talking about God now. You understand? So that's what really reignited my, my, my belief and, and wanting to know God for myself after that. So even though despite all of that that happened then, I just said, all right, God, I nearly died. I saw where he told me what to do. And even though I never followed through with it after some time, um, <laughs> that's when I said, all right, yeah, you see everything and you tell your friend them X, Y, Z. And you see, you know, when you were going to that point of going through, when people say you're going through the tunnel and them see the tunnel, you're going through it. And it's like you're going through this thing, white light and uh, experience, all of that. So I, I, I remember that and I said, all right, let me come back. And, and try to follow God. It was was it easy? Nope. No. But I tried. So that's what church people can do. So when people say church hurt is real, church hurt is real. And even with your own family, because my grandmother um was a part of the, 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 the them too. I cut off my hair and my grandmother saying, No, well, you don't know what to do with God, but you gotta get AIDS. I mean I'm like, Mama, like seriously, AIDS? You could have just said something else, we cut off my hair, AIDS. <laughs> Yeah. You don't yeah. want to. But that's all they are. A, a, a Pentecostal people too. That's why it was a Pentecostal streak. Mm-hmm. And become yeah. a record. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I it, it the treatment, it didn't alter the way that I see God. Well, them dog are going bad. I mean, I like this. All right. So, yeah, it didn't alter the way that I see God. What it did teach me to do, though, was to read people. Okay. So, or, or you could, you, you know, you sit down in a church, right? And you just say, look at that hypocrite. Because this person know what they might do, and them come. It's like a, a whole bunch of hypocrites. And you're like, how is this? You are just sat down in amazement because how is this happening? So them are gonna say this and them are gonna say that, and them are do things under the quiet. But them come to church that them are holding on everybody else. And you just have to sit down and look yeah. on them. So it, it taught me to read people. You will not, um, you will not pull me away from God. Right. So, but it just, it just have to say, okay, you know what? I, I'm, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do that because you are fully a hypocrite acting like this in church right now. So as you're not gonna pull me away from God, you're not gonna do it. I personally I'm I don't give anybody that kind of hold over me. Cause okay. I I I don't know, you you're not gonna do that. But my guess mother pre you. But you're not gonna pull me away okay. from him. Okay. Which means that you know God for yourself really. So it's not um not really as I tell you can just Nobody can just t- move you away from God because you already know God for yourself. Um, it wasn't that at first. As I tell you, I'm going to really care what them do or what them think. So your opinion, it not going to change what I do. 
because I don't care about what you are thinking or doing or the impression that you have of me. I don't care. So what you are doing, it now got for what I am doing apart from me. Because I will learn from people's mistakes. I don't have to do the thing myself in order to learn. So I'm learning from how you're acting right now. May I learn from it? That's the only impression you will have on me. So when I, and and um, I will honestly say that it is probably within the last, about three to four years that I have actually had a relationship with God. Okay. So it is pretty recent. My inner church from my born, but it's in the last three to four years I've actually had a relationship with him. So it wasn't first that, oh, I knew, you know, I knew him, I knew who he was, so Yanaga can't influence me. But I genuinely never care what you think, so Yanaga influenced me. Right. Yeah, right. But now I can say that. Now I can say that I know him for myself, so you won't pull him away from him. Okay, because that was the other question. Um, If it is that you you guys were following your, your parents' footsteps or your own footsteps, but Anisha already spoke about her situation where she almost had an incident of death. And that is when she became serious with God. And as you said, God rose, it was three or four years ago that you actually had a relationship with God. So because of everything that was happening, you guys were generally probably not as interested or invested in knowing God because people were saying things, people were doing things, people were hurting your family, mm. people were trying to do all sorts of things. Mm. Um, but when you actually decided on your own because of circumstances that took place, so you decided, hey, I want to now follow Christ, that's when you guys decided to do so wholeheartedly. So it wasn't because mm. of people and how people were affecting you guys in any way, shape, yeah. or form. I mean, because you... Yeah. you... You come for cities. Well, I, I'm not sure if Anisha was um, born into the church, but as something born, born in it. So I mean, I it and it probably sound a way to say it, but you're used to this. Yeah, you're yeah. used to it. You know, God, you're not gonna dispute yeah. that God is real because you know that God is real. Yeah. But this is this is it's routine for you. You get up, you have family devotion, yeah. maybe you go to church yeah. on Sundays, you go to youth fellowship, maybe fellowship with the city that is routine. So if you yeah, don't decide on your own that you want a relationship with him, it not gonna happen. Yeah. And the and the thought of of um death and going to hell, I don't think it really go frighten you because you know all of that already. Mm-hmm. Right, you know right, that right. so if you don't go out on your own that's what because that's what i had to do and i remember somebody prayed for me once um and she's like and she didn't say it so that anybody else could hear it. she's like you know that your mother's religion can't save you right mm-hmm. she said it in a nice way so and i didn't take any offense to it um mm-hmm. but at, there's a point i think you just have to realize that you if you actually want this to work you're gonna have to go searching you're gonna have to find that curiosity in you and go after it because your yeah. parents religion it really or your parents faith it really it can't help you unless you believe i remember i started getting crazy attacks um demonic attacks i may say oh, what is now that launched me into prayer and that launched me into realizing who God is and how he will save me and how you did under that so i think that is one of the things that pulled me to him um, I used to say, um, you know, everybody have a story and how they came to God. You know, who was prostitute and who did outside of the world and them did this and that. I said, but me, and I have no story like that. I the worst thing I ever say. 
because the man give me something for say okay this is my reason i the worst thing me say come say me say i mean no reason really if you do this the man give me a reason yeah the man make me realize look here i mean why you really there you can't do nothing unless you have me the hit man gave me a reason and the worst thing I ever said out of my mouth. Me couldn't believe it. <laughs> no, sir. Something me said to me, I got you no know, me, no, I'm not testing money. I see you got you things on the chat. Be careful what you ask. Yes. Yes, be careful of what you ask. Because, like, I, I've been telling God, God bless me with patience. May I worse. Don't be guys <laughs> listening out there. I'm asking you, I'm begging you, do not do that. Don't ask God for it because you'll get it. I tell you. So, um, my, <laughs> I, my, my, my last question to you guys is, what are some of the benefits of being a pastor's kid? There's none. My God. Um, Let me tell you. You get Yeah. Food. There we go. The fact that we What are some of the other benefits of it? I won't lie. When it, the the small amount of times you do have their attention, and you get to kind of sit on with them and question them on certain things, um, it's kind of it's a little bit of access that some persons won't get. Right. So that is that's one benefit because I may ask be a question. So I remember I used to just sit on with my dad sometimes. Um, and if I'm asleep, I'm sitting there see me. When you wake up, I'll be a question. I'll be there. <laughs> so that, that's one pro, I guess. And as I said, the food. The food is very important, you know. Very, very important. important. It's, it's yes. very important. Because when important. there's extra, very, it is coming important. to your house. And I said, yes, yes. yes. I think <laughs> I think a benefit um, of being their children is just if you when you grow up now and you look at life it's it's it, if you're given the opportunity to be alive until a particular age and you grow you really see what they were doing and then you see their steadfastness in their belief and and their relationship with god it, it can strengthen you mm-hmm. to want to know god that way when you're young you, you won't realize it you won't analyze it that way because you're thinking in and of yourself at that time but when I sit down and I look and I see what all that my father would have done and my mother would have done for people, I'm like, those graces are upon me. Those favors are upon me. And I know it would be upon my children and my children's children because right. whatever you sow, you reap. So they're giving of themselves. And whilst it may not be beneficial to them in the in the short term, but I can see where it has turned out in favor in my sister and my life, mm-hmm. um, really, and how we still do have that passion for people. Uncannily, we have that passion for people. Well, I won't give them my last, and honestly, <laughs> but I do have that passion for helping people, for loving people, for wanting to see greater things come from people. So I think that's the benefit. And also, you're able to see, as God always says, she's able to ask questions. You're able to see the hand of God moving in their lives. Yeah. And when yes. you see the hand of God moving in their lives, you are able to know what to see God in that way. And that's how I look at it. So the benefits are not tangible for me in the sense of them you know, being able to get stuff and all of these things. Favor is there. If yeah. God wants to favor your parents, if they're doing full-time ministry, really, then the favor of the Lord will be open. But 
when you look at the intangible things that you learn along the way, you learn to, to want to have a spirit of discernment that is so heightened so that you know those who are of God and who are not of God. Cause I don't want nobody in my space that's not of God because mm -hmm. that spirit they will have will slap you and you drop. You understand? <laughs> wow. I just move from in wow. front of me. I don't want no hypocrite around me. Hypocrites are there, but in my small space, I don't want that. You can be a hypocrite in the pews. That's fine. I wouldn't know what to do, with, but in my space, I don't want it. So those are the things that when I look at it, I say, God, I don't want to be this way. I want to be that way. I don't want to think this way. I want to think that way. Those are the things that I think are beneficial to me know where I am. And having this relationship for myself, not having an understanding of who my parents are in their relationship because... Mm -hmm. At this age, them can't answer to me when for me when God comes. Mm -hmm. But at this True. point now, I have a relationship with God. God is my friend. Yes. God is my father. God is my Jehovah Jireh. He is my Abba. So I know him for myself. I don't need my grandmother's relationship. They prayed for me. They taught me how to pray. They think, I think the benefit of them being in that position too, they will help you in prayer. Yes. When you can yes. see things, them see and them pray for you yes. and pray you out so now i appreciate the prayers that they would have sent up to god for me if i never feed them the prayer they me tell you say i wouldn't be here today and so i have to now start praying for myself praying for my family my parents and everything but also praying for my children that i don't yet have mm -hmm. you understand yes. so teach me those things for war and will for my, my peoples yes yeah. yes yes um those are two powerful statements that both of you made in terms of what you have learned. And, you know, sound like we're ready for but, but what we are, we are wrapping up. No, let me tell you the way how both of you sound, probably when you hear it back, you're going to hear how you sound guys. It sounds like it's coming from a place of depth. You know, like when you have a holy to, to, to talk about a holy to give, you actually know God for yourself, you know, Christ for yourself. So it doesn't really matter what persons have done to you in the past or will do to you in the future because of the kind of foundation that you have now it won't even it won't even stagger mm -hmm. at all and it sounds so good it sounds so good coming from you guys so before we go i just want to ask both of you to just give quick words of encouragement to other pk's kids out there what i will say is that as i've been saying throughout don't let other people's remarks um, affect your relationship with God. Because as Anisha, ju Anisha yes. just said, they can't answer for you, you know. When you stand before God, you're answering for your own actions. And that's kind of a thing that I carry, not only in this area, but throughout my life. You do what you want to do, I need to control how I react to it. That is what I'm answering yes. for. So yes. you're good with how, how, do what you want to do. I am going to control and I'm going to fix what I am doing. That's what I'm going to do. Also, yes. get, um, I would say, go with a spirit of curiosity to finding out who yes. God is for yourself. Because you're going to need yes. that. It's not forget about yes. how church people behave and this and all of that. Yes. You need to be curious and you need to go yes. towards him. Find out who he is. Because God yes. is not what you're seeing in church these days. That's not who he is. Mighty. That's not who he is. <laughs> so you sit down before him and say, all right, God, I want to. And you don't have to be like, oh, my oh my gosh, I come before you as a sinner. and know, oh, Father, I know this and all that. Say, so, yo, all right, listen, 
my sister said to me one day, not Jade here, but another one. She said, I'll patch what she could talk to him. And she said, yo, God, mm-hmm. many this, many that. If you, if you say, yo, God, I need to know who you are. Tell me who you are. Talk to him. He's your friend. As Anisha just said, he's your friend. Talk to him as a bridging. Find out who he is. It's not because of anybody may I talk too long now. Go on, Anisha. This one, this is a motivational speaker right here, you know. I know, right? Right here, right here. I, oh, I, I, I must echo the sentiments of of God rules, right? The thing is, when you're young, you're impressionable and things happen and sometimes you're around persons that are not stable you're around people that don't don't mean you well and sometimes your parents will talk to you and they say some stuff to you and you don't like it because the world looks so appealing as opposed to the church Mm -hmm. that's the truth the church will not look as appealing as the world so especially when you're young and growing up as a pastor's child you're going to be so restricted in relation to what everybody else can do yeah. and that's fine you know what i what i've learned that has saved me and has allowed me to to be able to look at things differently so what i say to you in your time when you're look, thinking that life is unfair and then wicked and terrible because them wife look like granny <laughs> and them wife do this and that, that that all of these things and them the wife have no friend them the wife have no boyfriend them the wife have this them the wife have that Trust me. You see, if sometimes the roles were reversed and some of the persons that you're trying to emulate were in your shoes, they would tell you, do not be like me. Because some of them live with so many regrets. Some of them live with so many turmoil. Some of them cannot sleep. And they will come and they will ridicule you, but you really don't know what they go through on any given day because you're circumspect. You're not giving yourself to any and everyone and being all over the place. So sometimes these things happen and God would have chosen you from a long time, you know, but you just don't know. And then yes. when the time comes and when you reach this age now, you're like, and when I say reach my age, may I be somebody, may just sound young. <laughs> <laughs> right? But I want to encourage you guys to first and foremost, the scripture says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things shall be added unto you. Seek God, his kingdom. His kingdom has everything, abundance. You will lack nothing. And his right way of doing things, which means that you can't yes. follow every and all persons, and you can't right. be like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Steal crackers and nice. Steal biscuit and nice. <laughs> but if you're a corn, the corn is there and it's nice. You understand? The corn can't eat by itself. Mm-hmm. You understand? This is what I'm saying be you be you in god mm-hmm. and know yes. god for yourself same like how god was to talk to him sometimes if i book my toe i'm love i'm say god you see me to a book <laughs> this that that i'm love or sometimes i'm a laugh for myself i'm say god you really make me a laugh for myself and i say so, something wrong me can't laugh for myself i'm say no say you make me some a laugh too because you are laugh for me too and that's how it is. So we want to be practical. Your literal relationship with God is like if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, I you say I like you, I'm going to sit up on the phone with you 10 mm-hmm. hours not talk about no, I'm going to your breath, breathe, hang up now, hang up now, you hang up first. <laughs> I just see them 
thing with God. God, I watch her say, come let me hear what you have to say. I like the person you know. No, you know. Why? I <laughs> can't tell you about no. And then down the line, you see the reason. I said, but the boy there, but the ears, boy. You know, yeah. And the girl, you know, said she, yeah. she, she not really nice to me and all of these things. It was all about the money. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I just encourage you just to read your Bible, pray, fast, and know God for your Yes, bingo, bingo. So, as Anisha has said, and as God Rose has both ended, these two motivational <laughs> speakers, that should have been in their intro, you know? these two motivational speakers also. So, as they have said, know God for yourselves. Do not um, focus on what people are doing and don't focus on the negativity that you're hearing in regards to you being a PK kid or a leader's kids and all those things. Those things will deter you and kind of take you off focus from God. So focus on God. And as God always said, try to know God for yourself. Try to even research. Do your own little things to get to know him because you have to know mm-hmm. him to know him. Bingo. So, thank you so much again, guys, for being on The Unfiltered. I truly enjoyed this conversation. Thank you for having us. Thank had, you. I don't even know if I would have had this conversation with my sister if not for this <laughs> But, <laughs> thank you so much. And, I mean, I'm sure people out there listening will enjoy it. I mean, it was a great conversation. And, yeah, out there, definitely look out for us next week, Tuesday, again, on The Unfiltered. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.